Welcome to the Move Podcast, a young adult movement out of Bethel, Cleveland, where we focus on the move of God within our lives. I pray that you are awakened and inspired by the Lord and that He moves powerfully in and through your lives for such a time as this. Awesome, cool, good to see everyone. Can you guys see me okay? I can't really see you too well. Maybe we can just, Rach, maybe you can just turn on the lights just a little bit for me. Not too much though. But I wanna stay in this place of uh, just soaking and experiencing and hearing the, 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 pres- the word of God, the presence of God, the truth of God. Um, kind of a, a funny thing. So my boy Carlos over here, um, who's actually wanna, he's a, he's a Marine. So uh, yeah, just watch yourself. No, <laughs> um, but uh, I was sick like two, a uh, week before Christmas and he texted me. He's like, yo, um, we got a bunch of toys and board games and like children's books. Um, do you want them? <laughs> and he's like, you gotta let me know in 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like, it's like three truckloads. And I was like, wait, what? Like, and um, so I was able to, I was like, yeah, don't, don't get rid of them. He was uh, doing toys for tots all over Cleveland and they were just a bunch of leftover donations. And so um, if you need a football, we have like 200 downstairs. <laughs> so I thought it was very fitting. As you, most of you know, I love football. And that was the, the biggest thing that we got, <laughs> that and books. Um, but a lot of toys. So Angel, by the way, I've been meaning to tell you, you got to go check that out if you haven't yet, because there's tons of stuff. So we're excited to uh, somehow do some type of outreach. So if you're, if you're aware of any families or needs, please let us know for that. But um, as we were going through the things, um, we found like a bunch of these board games, Mystery Date. And let's just say it, it said catfished on there. And uh, Carlos and I were like, I don't think that's for kids. So I will say, um, you know, uh, <laughs> this is off the record that I'm giving anyone these. These are not from the church. And you did not get these from me. But um, did anyone sign up for the Kalahari retreat tonight by any chance? No? Is it really? Is it the QR code? I have to go on the website? Okay. Well, um, all right. So that, that I was going to give you a game. So if you did that, um, all right, let me think of something else fun to do. Who wants a board game? I have three of them. <laughs> I saw you want one. Yeah. There you go. Here you go. Hannah, you get, yeah, Janaea, there you go. Well, oh, did you, you were, oh, you want someone else? Anyone else want one? There you go. All right, here you go. I don't, I, again, I hope it's appropriate. So I hear it's fun. So <laughs> let, let, us, let us know how it is. But um, <laughs> did everyone have a good Christmas and New Year's? Yes? Awesome, cool. Well, hey, uh, again, just um, throwing it out there one more time. I do hope you guys can come to Kalahari. You can sign up on the, the website. Um, and we had a blast last year, as you saw in the video. It's a quick 24-hour retreat. Also, it's a great thing, great time to like invite new people. We had a lot of new people that we had never known, that had never been to the move that came. Um, someone might not come to church, but they'll come to Kalahari. So you don't even have to tell them it's a retreat. Hey, you want to go to Kalahari? And then they'll just get ambushed. No, I'm joking. But um, 
you know, we, we have a lot of fun. I think people were out, you know, Friday night. We didn't know, but the water park closes at like 9.30 or 9. And um, so, but we, we hung out, we played games. I know there's people out till one or two in the morning in the hotel. It's a huge hotel. So there's arcades, as you saw Mel doing the Dance Dance Revolution. Um, so there's a lot of fun things to do. Um, definitely hope you can check it out and, and come with us. So, and then next Friday again is ice skating. So, but I did want to say one more quick announcement. Um, we are having a conference uh, coming up in March as well. Um, this is a conference that for the whole church, Graham Cook is an amazing prophetic voice. It's only Thursday and Friday this year. Um, our conferences are usually a little longer. So I just encourage you, if you are able to come, if you have some vacation days you can use, even if you just want to come to one of the days or the night sessions, um, I definitely encourage you to check it out. Uh, he's someone that I love to listen to, very prophetic, and uh, who God has really used. Um, and conferences are just awesome. It's like a, just a big, like two-day worship party. So <laughs> uh, definitely come out. So cool, cool. All right. Well, if you haven't met me, my name is Ryan. I serve as the uh, young adult pastor here. And uh, this is the move. We do this once a month. Um, we get people together. And I love that there's been so many people coming even from other churches um, and just getting involved if their church doesn't have a young adult ministry. So if that's you, welcome. Um, and then we love to, again, a lot to have a lot of fun, just growing community, growing friendship, and growing family. But I'm excited to share a message, um, something that when I share a message, I love um, to share things that God is teaching me, that God is doing in me. And then, because I never want to share something that he hasn't first done, done or is doing in me, so then it can go through me. Um, so this is something I have been wrestling with, that I've been journeying in, in my life personally. So it is the 2023, wild, right? Crazy, it's 2023. Like, I remember, this makes me sound really old. I kind of am getting old. But I remember like when we went into like the 2000s and everyone thought with thought like the world was going to end. And then like, you know, and then the 2012 thing because of the movie and then 2020. And it's like, now it's like 2023. I had a thing like, I was like, man, how old am I going to be when we get, when it's 2050? And I'm like, shoot, like, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to, I don't think I'll make it to 3000, but you know, <laughs> so you never know. You never know, Daniel. Yeah. But, um, but I was thinking every year, um, I love to ask the Lord for kind of a theme or a word. Um, I always, I'm excited. It just seems like one chapter's closing. And as I've talked to people, they're like, man, I'm glad 2022 is over. Like just, it was just a hard year for a lot of people. Um, I know for myself, I'm excited for 2023. I think there's just gonna be a breakthrough in my life and people's lives and our country. Like, I just feel like Jehovah sneaky. Uh, I like to call him that. Just has, like, I love surprises. I love surprising people. It is hard to surprise me. And yes, you can accept that as a challenge. But um, <laughs> like, I, I, when I can get surprised, I love, I love it. And I just, I'm excited because I think God has some fun surprises um, for us and, and just for, for his people this year. So um, get ready, hang on tight. It's like, we're gonna be like a roller coaster ride. That was for you, Nate. Um, no, it wasn't really. I just saw you wanted to say hi. Um, so, but, um, so 2023, as I think about what is the Lord doing? What's the new thing? I think we actually talked a similar theme of that title last year, but I like to ask that. What's the new thing, God? 
This chapter is closing. It, it means 2022. I'm leaving the old behind. It says those who are born in Christ are a new creation. The old is dead and the new has come. Um, yes, uh, that's a different scripture. That scripture I just said just was off the cuff. I <laughs> think so. That happens a lot, right? We prepare and then Holy Spirit gives us new things. Um, but, but, you know, he always wants to do a new thing in your life. And so have you asked him yet, what's the new thing? What's the new thing for 2023? I don't know about you, but I fell in some old bad habits in 2022. I have been on this thing um, where I've been trying to eat healthier and I, I don't know why everyone thinks I'm crazy and they want to debate with me theologically, but like I want to be a vegetarian some, some reason, some way. Like I don't because I love like chicken and meat, but like I do because I love animals. <laughs> and like, I don't know, there's just something in me like for my whole life um, that's like, I, I want to see if I can do it. And I've had some friends who are like vegans and who sent me this app called Forks Over Knives. So I've been trying to talk to my wife into this really since we were dating. Like the one thing was like, will you go to Africa with me? When God calls us to live there, start an orphanage. And she said, yes. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, will you ever think you'd want to be a vegetarian? No. <laughs> like, no. Like, I'm like, would you be willing to pray about it? Nope, not really. Like, <laughs> and it's funny because when we dated, I, at the time, I just, didn't eat pork and beef. I'm taking it one animal at a time. <laughs> and now I'm all the way down to just chicken. So I eat a lot of chicken. <laughs> um, trying to give up that Chick-fil-A is going to be hard. <laughs> but you know, and um, she, I, I didn't eat pork and she like ate a ham sandwich like every day. And like, I would just go give her a quick kiss goodbye. And I would like smell it. So that was a big step. She stopped eating ham sandwiches for me. Was that so nice? That's true love right there. <laughs> But it was so cool. She came home from the grocery store today and she was like, Rye, I got two recipes, two meals this week that we're gonna cook together. She said together. <laughs> so um, of just like vegan. It was like, what, chickpea soup or something? And black bean burger. Doesn't sound very appetizing, I know. But the testimonies I've heard, so I'm excited. He's doing a new thing. <laughs> um, you don't have to take that for you. That was just, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm not taking that. Like, I'm going to Brew Garden right after with everyone. I'm going to get some chicken wings, all right? You know, I love those chicken wings, Robbie. <laughs> so, um, but what is the new thing he's doing in you? Have you asked him that yet? What habits from 2022 do you want to leave behind? What new things do you want to step into? MJ, it's only been a week, but MJ and I have started reading through the Bible together and it's been so cool. Uh, believe it or not, I've been a pastor for seven years and ministry for 10 years and I've never read through the whole Bible. Um, my, my, the way I love to spend time with God is more like, hey, Lord, what scripture do you want me to read today? <laughs> but I, there's a hunger in me, not just to say, I'm not even gonna tell people when I do it, but there's a hunger for me because I kind of thought about, well, if I left my son a book to read and he like never fully read it, that might kind of be like, yo, I left that to you for a reason. <laughs> like, you know, like maybe you would know how to change a car tire a little better if you would have read chapter four and this, you know, but like, you know, so I'm like, man, I really feel like, like we need, I want to read this and I want to go deep into it. Not to say I did the year plan woo woo, or post it on Instagram, like what up, you know, like, like, but it's just like, I just want to read it because our father, 
our God who loves us left it for us. I used to think I had to read it, but now I'm, now I'm, now I'm realizing like I get to read it. And, and it's, I know it can be tricky. We've already talked about it. You know, we're doing the, the one-year plan, but don't be religious about it. Like if you don't do it in a year, who cares? It's just that you're reading it and you're reading it because you want to and you get to. And uh, so there's a hunger that we're doing this together. But, but even as we read it, you know, the temptation can be like, okay, you read your chapter and check. Okay, I'm good. And we're like, no, like we want it to soak in us. We want it to marinate in us. Todd White always says, we read the word to become the word. I love the movies I've talked about before. John Q, if you've, it, it's a little violent, um, but it's a great movie with Denzel Washington. I was gonna say Denzel Ward. I mean, he's awesome too, Browns player. But, um, but you know, he, he reads the word every day, but he's going through these situations and he realized he's not applying the word. I recently met with a pastor yesterday and he, um, he did do a cool Instagram of like, this is my eighth time reading through the Bible, which is like awesome, right? And I was like, dude, how do you keep going? Like, do you ever struggle? He's like, you know what my motivation is? He's like, I'm a jerk to people when I'm not in the word. <laughs> He's like, literally, like I have a bad attitude and like I have to get into the word or I'll get fired from my job. Like I'll be, my wife will be upset with me. He's like, literally, and, and I thought he was kind of joking. He's like, no, I'm literally not joking. Like, like I just have a bad attitude and like, the word is what grounds me. And so what is the new thing, or what's the thing you want to leave in 2022, but what's the new thing that you're going to take on and receive for 2023? Like, what's the thing that you've been wanting to break in your life, but for whatever reason you feel like you haven't been able to, what about this year being the year of you stepping into the new with Jesus? As I was sharing, I was kind of getting some anxiety and felt like a little bit attacked before the message. And I just felt like the Lord was breathing on me. And he said, receive me. And I received him. And he's like, all right, now let's do this. Like, let's go to work together. Let's do the thing. And what is that thing that maybe you haven't been able to conquer because you've been, one, you maybe didn't really want to conquer it. But Jesus saying, now it's time. Now it's time to grow up. Now it's time to start being the man or the woman that I've called you to be. Now it's real talk. Like if you're gonna get the tattoos, if you're gonna do the Instagram post, why don't you start living it before you post about it? Why don't you forget the tattoos and start living it so then the tattoos can reflect the way you live and you're not just talking it, but you're walking it. I'm talking to all of us. I'm talking to me. I don't have any tattoos, but it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor, right? And, and so I just feel like he's gonna accelerate us. He's gonna break through to some areas. But, and I say this to, to my, my wife knows this, to my leadership team knows this. It's one of my favorite quotes. It's a double-edged sword, but it says, the definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over and over. But what, Rye? Ex expecting the same results. So if you keep doing the same things, you're gonna only get what you've already got. So what is the new thing, Elena, he wants to do in you and then through you? Because it starts in us. But it will take work. It will take attention. It will take his grace and the help of his spirit, the help of community, the help of friends. And I, always, I already want to give you guys props because you could be anywhere 
out right now. You could be doing anything you want and whatever you're here for, whether I texted you, a leader texted you, or, or God brought you, or a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or wife, or whatever you're here for, you're here. And so I believe you're here because you're like, God, I want to become more like you. The more we get to know God, the more we get to know the true people that he created us to be. Because we can't know us outside of him because he created us. So if you can't tell, I'm a little excited and passionate about this subject because it's something that God's doing in me. It's something that he's trying to break in me of leaving the old ways behind and stepping into the new thing that he wants to do in me and then through me. So now I'm gonna call that scripture up on the screen, please. And it's Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. And it says this, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Another translation that I like better says desert. I'm making a stream in the wilderness and a way in the desert. Doesn't Jesus talk, say a verse about that, that he's the truth, life, in the way. So, so Rai G, my boy, uh, gave a great message last month, didn't he, about Christmas, the gift of Christmas. If you would, weren't here, definitely check it out on the podcast. But I've been praying a lot for discernment and direction in certain areas of my life. And I've kept saying this prayer, Lord, show me the way, show me the way, show me the way. And he, he gave out all these ornaments to everyone who got an ornament. That was really cool. I still want to ask how he did that because I don't know if he, yeah. So, and, and I had like, get, I had helped pass, pass some out and I didn't know if I would get one because if, if there would be enough. But there was one sitting by my Bible when I left and I opened it up that night and it said, the way. Oh. And I was like, okay, Jesus, I hear you. <laughs> and, and, and I've just been thinking a lot about this and he guides us, but instead of asking for the key to the door, what if you started asking for the key maker to the door that has the key to every door that you might encounter? And instead of saying, Lord, do I go here or do I hear or there? So what if he's like, hey, why don't you remember that I am the way and I will guide you and navigate you. And, 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 and even as like, I think he might be leading me, Lord, shut that door if it's going the wrong way, that I am the truth, life, and the way that he actually says, forget the past, I'm doing a new thing and I will create the, 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 the way in the wilderness. I will create a, um, a way in the wilderness and a stream in the desert. He also says he is the living water. So I love that. He create, He is the stream in the desert. He is the way in the wilderness. And so what does that look like for you? What is the Lord calling you to shake off this year, to let go of? And maybe he's saying, come to me. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the way. But guys, when we're trying to let go of something, like I have to realize and we have to know that like the thing we're letting go of is hindering us. Sometimes it's a battle with our minds and our hearts. 
Like we're like, oh, I hate when I do this. I hate like when I get frustrated or man, I just feel so like, ugh, after I watch this show. But then like the next day you're like, man, when's that show now? I can't wait to watch that thing again, you know? And like, you know, there's this, there's this battle. There's this, I call it the tug of war, like literally. Like, oh man, I'm never drinking again. Like I'm done, like for real, for real. Like I'm done. This time it's over. Next day, yo, you wanna go out to that bar and party again? Oh, all right, all right, pick me up at seven, you know? Like, you know, and it's like the tug of war. But what, when is it gonna break? Because eventually you're gonna get to that place and you're gonna say, I need to do whatever I can do to break through. And you know what it starts like? It's getting on your knees and realizing that you can't break through this thing by yourself. You can't break through this thing through self-help books or, 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 or whatever it is without Jesus. Jesus can use counseling. Jesus can use eating, right? Jesus can use working out. Jesus can use church and community, but you can do all those things. Hi, Zest. Hi, cutie. <laughs> but without Jesus, we can't break through. So what is the gift he has for you? I love um, in Matthew chapter four, as I was reading and thinking about this message, thinking about what the Lord is doing in my life and the new thing he's calling me to and, and, and some of my questions, some of the things I'm wrestling with in my own life. You know, I, I know uh, at least Robbie says this to me, but you know, like sometimes he can't believe I've had some of the struggles that maybe he's facing in his life. And I'm like, yo, like I still got struggles. Like, like you can, like I might not be the same struggles you have right now, but when you're my age, you're gonna probably have similar struggles too. And then I'm gonna be like 50 and I'm gonna have other struggles. Like, you know, so like we're all on this journey of life. Like it's kind of like a video game, right? You beat level one and then you, you, you beat those obstacles, but then you go to level two and, there's, and level three. So like they just start to look different, you know? And so like when I look you guys in the eyes and I say, you can't get through this. You can beat this thing and you're all in different seasons of life. Some of you are married, a couple married couples here. We're getting married couples in the move. Look at that, I'm pumped about that. I think I see like three or four right now. Um, and some, yeah, I do. So, <laughs> you know, but some of you are in relationships. Some of you are still in college. Some of you are out of college. Like we're all in different seasons of life, but there's different areas that the Lord is saying, I'm ready to break through. But will you let go of the old ways and trust that I am the way and I'm gonna help you do this one step at a time. But it will take intentionality, it will take work and it will require you doing something new for you. But you gotta want it. You gotta ask the Lord to change your hearts and desires. Because if the desire doesn't change for the thing, the action isn't gonna change for the thing. It starts in the heart. And, and if you don't not want it anymore, then tell God that. Like, tell God, like, God, I, I want this thing and I shouldn't want this thing. So help me not want this thing. <laughs> you know, like literally I've prayed that like before I was married, like sometimes, you know, you're, you like someone and you're like, Lord, I feel like I shouldn't like this person. Like, help me not not like them, <laughs> you know? Like, um, I mean, in, in, you know, not like in a mean way, you get what I'm saying, you know? So, but like, like God will take things from you, but sometimes he's like, are you ready to give it up? Because sometimes we ask him to do things in our lives that we're still holding on to. 
So are you ready? And will you trust and believe that he has a better plan for your life than even you do? That he has a better person to spend your life with than even you could choose? And when you surrender to him, there's such an excitement and there's such a peace because you know he's gonna walk with you every step of the way. And he's gonna surprise you and amaze you in his timing and his way. Has anyone watched the show, The Chosen? Yeah, if you, if you haven't, I really encourage you to check it out. It's, uh, season one is on Netflix now, which is really cool. Uh, season one and, and two, um, you, it's on, I think, Peacock, if you have that. I still always love that it's called Peacock, <laughs> you know, um, Peacock. <laughs> but um, it, it's also on the Chosen app, which I didn't know this. Uh, so you can just Google this, or the, the Chosen in the app store. My mom even said you can download the Chosen um, on your TV now, like the app on your TV. Um, so there's a lot of ways to watch it. You can go on YouTube and season one and two is on YouTube, but definitely check it out. You know, some, some people get all like twisted up because they're like, well, it's not scriptural based. Like it has the framework, it has the bones, but it's a fictional story, you know, to some extent because it allows Holy Spirit to use your imagination to help you know what it would have been like in the story. Again, the framework and the bones are truth, but like we don't exactly know what some things were like. Like I love in season two, episode one, John is interviewing the disciples and interviewing Mary and trying to think of how to start chapter one of John, the book of John. You know, we don't know like where he wrote it, you know, but it, uh, it puts you in the story and it actually, God uses it actually to, to, to make me hungry to read the real word. So, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a metaphor from the word to bring me to the word. And so I just encourage you to check that out. But I love when this story was portrayed in The Chosen. So in Matthew chapter four, verse 18 to 21, as Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake for they were fishermen. Jesus said, come and follow me and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. And again, I, I, I read this verse being in a moment of praying and asking what's the new thing he wants to do this year. Going to 20, uh, verse 21, going on from there, he saw two more brothers, James, son of Zebedee and his brother, John. They were in a boat with their father, Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them. And immediately they left the boat and their left the boat and their father and followed him. And so if you haven't picked up yet, it's always interesting when scripture repeats itself in in the same story or in the in the same chapter multiple times. And there's two stories right here where Jesus rolls up and he speaks to Peter and to Andrew and says, come follow me. I will make you fisher of men. I will make you fisher of people. I will speak an identity and destiny into your life. Right now you're catching fish from the water. I will help you speak life into people, call people up higher, bring people to the promised one. I, will, I am inviting you to come on mission with me, but it requires something. You need to leave your job. You need to leave the life 
you know, you're comfortable with, to come out and step out of the boat to follow me. It's he, he, it was an invitation, friends. And they, they had a choice. Not only to say yes, but to leave the old behind and literally follow him. And it wasn't always easy. A lot of times if you watch The Chosen, they're arguing, they're frustrated. They don't know what they're doing. They're sleeping all over the place in tents, in the wilderness. Sometimes they don't have food to eat. They're, Jesus sometimes is off and they don't know where he is. But yet they followed him. I love in the second story, I love that it says, Jesus called them. Do you notice that? Jesus called them and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. When I um, talk to uh, my leadership team about being uh, leaders on our team, I always ask for a year commitment. And um, I always say, do you feel called to this? And I make sure that, that there's some sort of calling there because as they can probably tell you, sometimes it is like a marathon. And, and lead, to be a leader, it is to be a servant. And there is sacrifice. And we're they do a lot of things that I hope they're blessed by, but they're also serving to bless others. And I say, it starts with a call because it's the call that will get you through the days that you don't want to come to. It's the call that will help you through the frustration. It's the call of when I'm annoying you, they're like, I'm not serving Ryan, I'm serving God. <laughs> you know, it's the call of when they don't want to answer any more group me messages or, or reach out to people, right, Vic? Come on, bro. You know, <laughs> um, but it's the call. It starts with a call just like a telephone. You want to talk to someone? What do you do? I mean, nowadays we text them most of the time, but we call them and they have a choice to answer, to listen and respond. So what is God calling you to this year? I'd like to suggest that he's calling all of us to follow him. Been there, done that, right? But he's calling us to follow him in a new way in a real way, but it will require you to change and do something that we've never done before. It will require us to step out in faith and say, here I am, Lord, send me. Ashley, I don't know if you were able to get that video clip that I had off of YouTube. I was trying to download it. Um, if you can't, that's okay. I meant to text you, but if you can work some magic, uh, just let me know and we'll play it. But the, the main story, as I was thinking about this text, um, was the story when Jesus called Peter and invited Peter and called Peter to step out of the boat. Um, in, in Matthew chapter 14, it says this, and, and the words won't be on the screen. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he dis dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went out to a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified it's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. 
But Jesus, come on, really quick. Do you guys ever like in your room and you're just like praying to the Lord and you're like, Lord, I want you. Lord, help me see you. And it's like all dark and everyone's asleep. And then you hear like a creak in the hallway and you're like, Jesus, like, like I do want to see you, but like, was that you? Like, what's going on? You know, like that's my maybe's happened to me a couple of times. You know, it's like, Lord, I want to be in heaven with you. You know, I want to see your glory. Like, do you know what the glory of God is like? Like, have you ever really experienced the glory when it comes? Because if you do, you're going to be face down trembling and you're not going to be able to be talking or walking when the glory of God comes. <laughs> um, Danielle, I was getting ready for service and I was like so locked into this computer and she like walked up on me and like, I don't even know what she did, but she scared me. I jumped. <laughs> like, I, I, but I felt like something like you, you laughed. Out of, you know, the holy laughter, man, it's powerful. <laughs> All right, sorry, that was a tangent. <laughs> but Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, come. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, when he felt the wind, he got afraid. And when he saw the waves and felt the turbulence, he began to sink and he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him and then said, you of little faith, why do you doubt? And I just feel like Jesus is saying, why do you doubt? I'm right here. We, we trust a life vest and a raft to hold us, I'm right here. I'm right next to you. I'm right with you. And then they climbed into the boat, the wind died down, and they started worshiping him saying, truly you are the son of God. So this amazing picture, he's on the boat, you're on the boat. You're stuck in your ways. You're stuck in your old habits. You're stuck in, we're stuck in mindsets or lies that we believed. And the Lord's saying, will you step out of the boat? Will you step out of the boat? But then the lie comes back or someone says something and then we get afraid and we start looking at the wind and the waves and someone offends us and we fall back into these things and we start to sink. But he says, no, I am there. And he lifts us back up. He renews our mind. He renews our heart and says, we got this, but stay with me. Check out this clip. Thank you. 
little faith. Wherefore didst thou doubt? Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. So confession time. I actually didn't watch that clip before I just showed that to you <laughs> because the video thing wasn't downloading. So that was not the chosen, but it kind of helps you put it in perspective a little bit. <laughs> That's, you know, things that can happen at a young adult service that can't happen on Sunday morning. <laughs> what happens at a young adult service stays at a young adult service. So. <laughs> But, but the question is, friends, I'm going to call Allison and uh, back up. What is the new thing the Lord's calling you to? I don't know about you, but faith and wisdom are both so important. Scripture talks about it so much. Proverbs is all about wisdom. Hebrews 11 is all about faith. We know that faith, hope, and love are the greatest three attributes or aspects and values that we can have. And we know that above all else, God, faith pleases God because of what scripture says. But I don't know about you. Have you ever felt a wrestling between faith and God? Or I'm sorry, faith and wisdom? Like sometimes I feel like wisdom is more in my head and faith is more in my heart. Sometimes I feel like, because uh, I'm a feeler, um, my wife's a thinker. It's, a, it's funny how God pairs you up with people like that. But um, love you. Um, <laughs> but, but a lot of times I'll feel like God is calling me to do something and I'm ready to step out of the boat. But then the wisdom comes and he's like, ooh, are you sure you should do that? Like, or someone texts me a message. And I'm like, oh, I'll text you back right now. And the wisdom's like, do not send that message. Do not hit send. Like, let your wife proofread it, send it to Rai G, and then wait 24 hours. <laughs> like, do not send that back. But there's, there's, a, there's a partnership between faith and wisdom. And I believe the Lord showed me this. Faith is stepping out of the boat. Faith is the what and the why of what is he calling you to? What is he asking and inviting you into this year in your own heart? And the faith is, yes, Lord, here I am. I'm ready. I'm ready to let go of the things I need to let go of. I'm ready to let you do the heart work because it starts with the heart work, then change the actions. I'm ready for you to let you do your thing in me, even if it's painful, even if it's uncomfortable, because I'm ready to follow you. But I believe the wisdom comes in in the how and the when. The how and the when. Wisdom shows us how to follow God when to have that conversation, how to do the new thing that might be scary, that might need courage. The wisdom is the how and the when to following God, to doing the new thing that he's asking you to do. Maybe it's, maybe the faith is, okay, I'm done drinking. And the wisdom is, Lord, show me how. Show me how to do this. The faith is, all right, I'm running a marathon. I've never done this before. Show me the how. Well, ask Josh Vandergraaff to train you and be your running coach. Okay, Lord. <laughs> you know, 
the faith is, all right, I'm, before I'm spending any more money, I'm paying off my debt. Well, the wisdom is the how and the when. All right, Lord, the faith is I'm, I shouldn't be in this relationship anymore. This person, even though I love them and I've been with them for years, isn't leading me closer to Christ and they're slowing me down from being the man or the woman that God created me to be. The faith is, Lord, I'm, I'm letting go. And the wisdom is, show me how, show me when. We need both. Just like we need the truth of God and the spirit of God. It's together. So the question is, what is the new thing in your life that God's asking you to do? And will you respond in faith to step out of the boat? And will you listen to wisdom to show you how and to show you when? I'm gonna invite the ministry team up front. And these are leaders that I trust, that I love, that I know, that would love to pray with you today. No matter what you're going through and if you feel like God spoke to you something through this message, you feel like he's calling you to let go and to follow him, we're gonna go into one more song of worship. And I encourage you through this song, come up and let someone pray with you. If you're not comfortable coming forward, there's gonna be some of the leaders even in the back or on the sides. And, and let someone partner with you and pray with you about whatever that thing is and to help you have the faith to step out of the boat and help you have the wisdom to know how and to when to follow God. Will you pray with me? Father, I thank you that you're always doing a new thing in us, God. I thank you that you're always doing a new thing. And Father, I pray that you would give us the faith, that you'd give us the faith to step out of the boat and to follow you. Even if that means leaving loved ones behind, like James and John did. Even if it means being uncomfortable and going somewhere new, God, I pray that you'd give us the faith to follow you, but you'd also give us the wisdom to know how and to know when, to be in step with your spirit and walk and live by faith and not by sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for kicking it with us today. The Move Podcast. If you love the message, we've got more episodes on the way. If you're looking for more ways to get involved, meet us in person the first Friday of every month at our Bethel Cleveland Brunswick campus. Cleveland, Ohio. Also, for more information, Follow us on social media at Bethel C-L-E-Y-A. C-L-E-Y-A to stay updated with our latest events, young adult worship nights, and more. Or check out our website, BethelCleveland.com slash young adults.